You are now listening to a Los Wise Guys production. What's up and welcome to your weekly wisdom with those wise guys podcast where we reflect on various topics for your amusement if you like what you hear follow us on social media like subscribe share rate and review don't forget to pray i am your host the architect Ra, accompanied by papa sun killer the madman rosado how you doing dan i forgot the uh, password to my phone um it is no no no, no you won't get it it's um How's it going, Dan? So, um, better better when I get the password to my phone. There it is. Yeah. Yeah, it's a little bit better. I, I was right. Um, you know, life. Life just happens. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, Dan's had an interesting week, I guess, or two days where he didn't get much sleep, which is his normal. Six years, man. Apparently, it's been six years since six he got a years. good night's sleep. Um, my week has been pretty much the same. You know, wake uh-huh. up, work, finish work, eat, play video games, sleep, wake up, eat, go to sleep, wake up for work. Yeah, man. Since it's Ramadan. Um yeah, that's that's pretty much it. I went on a walk yesterday because the weather was kind of nice. It's funny hearing people say that. What? Just, I hear people say that so often. It's like, yeah, I went out on a walk. I'm like, you're a freaking old person. All right. Yeah, well, because, like I get it. I yeah, get yeah. it. But still, it's just like. Well, I used to go on walks when I was at work. On um, my lunch break, I would just like leave and go walk around the city for a couple blocks to stretch my legs, get the blood flowing again because sitting down all day you know some people refer to it as urban hiking no 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 <laughs> it's just a fucking walk you don't you don't you don't urban hike no i don't no. Uh, that i don't agree with that <laughs> one bit that's fucking stupid urban hiking oh man yeah i swear to god man people got nothing better to do let, let them let them think they're doing something more you know no, i'm not gonna let them live then <laughs> especially if they're doing something stupid <laughs> fuck that um but yeah, I I would go on my walks for like forty minutes, soak up some sunlight if there was any, just stretch my legs. You know, same old, same old. Yeah, all you gotta do is take life. some of that vitamin D, and I know that sounds wrong, but you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah, I would. <laughs> I I stopped taking vitamin D a long time ago, even though I should. But I yeah. just hate taking pills. I get you. Um, I, I was outside a little bit today. Uh, did a little bit of light yard work. In the rain. Uh, right, right before and a little bit during. <laughs> wow. Okay. <Yeah>. Nice. <laughs> this is um, like, which is right there. It was, it was, sounds, it was quick. Sounds like loads of fun. Cause, Cause you know, it wasn't too bad because since it was about to rain, the clouds were out, there wasn't really too much sun so I could thrive. You know? Yeah. 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 <laughs> that's, that's what it is. I don't, there's nothing worse in life. You than... are depressy. <laughs> <laughs> you, you like cloudy, rainy weather. You like staying inside. You, you're just a depressi in in human form. Yeah, for those of you that don't know, depressi is the Pokemon we invented. <laughs> <laughs> that when he makes his Pokemon sound, all he does is sigh, just. <sighs> <laughs> and that's Dan. Yeah. Um, let's get to some news. Let's do it. Um, Disney has announced a live action Hercules, yep. uh, based on its animated Hercules movie back in the good old days. If you don't remember. Um, go check it out if you've seen it and you liked it. You're on my side of this. Um, I'm interested. What, 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 what do you mean your side? I didn't dislike it. I just don't remember anything about it. I'm interested. I'm interested to see how are they gonna do this movie because I I saw how they did Mulan. I didn't actually watch it, mm-hmm. but when they they did a live action Mulan and I saw like the the creative differences that they they decided to do from the animated movie to live action. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, eh, I, I didn't see the dragon Mushu anywhere in that trailers. I might, I might have to watch the movie to see how they did it. 
but doing hercules and seeing all like the mythical creatures and stuff like that i'm interested to see how they're gonna do it the take that they're gonna do which um, is what we you know, what we were setting up uh actually when i was looking for things interesting interesting things i came across an article that said something about hercules being a completely different story than the animated film of course it is which is disappointing i really like the animated story but you know what it it wasn't memorable at least to me so it's like well just put danny devito in there you don't count. and we're gonna be fine that's all you guys just put danny devito in the movie you don't count that's all you okay need. um so that's for hercules they they also <laughs> so i was really happy when i saw this uh space force yes is a new show yep with Steve Carell. Yep. And a bunch of really, really good fucking actors. Yeah, it's uh um, the one of, I, I I think it's at least one of the producers. I think it's Greg Daniels from uh The Office. Mm-hmm. He and Steve Carell. I, we were talking about this a little bit yesterday. Um me and, uh me. Yeah, me and Steve Carell. We were like, you know what, let's go make a show. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I'm tired. Uh they were they were thought they were talking about making a show. They wanted to do something since uh you know, the office was very successful. And they just, I think they were just sitting on trying to figure out what an idea was for the show. And Donald Trump was like, I'm coming up with this thing called the Space Force. And they're like, all right, guys, we got a show. <laughs> let's let's do it. Yeah. I and, mean, um, yeah, half man. the shit Donald Trump says could become a show. Yeah. What about that Kofefi? Kofefi. Yeah. I yeah. want that to turn to a show. Yo, someone, Tell oh me that's God. not a horror drama thriller. Oh, some someone <laughs> made a meme that had COVID-19 and Kofefi in the same sentence. And oh, it was man. hilarious. Oh, I don't remember what it is, but I think I posted it up on Instagram story. Yeah. Let me go see if I can find it real quick. Um, that is but in other news, um, yeah, I'm, well, before we get to other news, I'm really excited about this show because I, mm-hmm. I do love Steve Carell. I think he's hilarious. You hated The Office. I never watched The Office. Oh, so you didn't hate it. You just no, no, no. I just no, okay. I, never mind. I, I had you mixed up with someone else. No, no. I just don't like the the like I've said this many times. Yeah. I know that they're doing it as a parody. Yeah. Of like um, reality reality TV yes. where they do the sit down and talk yes. to the camera. I just don't like that. See, I with me it's great because I hate reality TV with a passion. So the no, fact I that get they're it. making fun of it, it's like I, that's one of the reasons why I love it, and it's. They're actually telling a very multiple interesting stories. No, I get it, and yeah. I and I I definitely gonna watch it during this quarantine because I'm kind of running out of things to watch. It ain't um, gonna be on Netflix soon. It still is, so I think I'm just gonna you better jump hurry on. up. Yeah, I'm gonna jump on and uh, start watching it. Um, I'm trying to find this fucking meme. Yeah, but I mean, while, while you're doing that, just I mean, uh, the the tale like the the growth of one Michael Scott the the will they or won't they between jim and pam the rise of one dwight Schrute. like there's there's so many interesting stories that are all funny and at times actually sad and they do a very good start very good job of storytelling in uh in the office i mean it's not i mean it's it's a comedic show obviously but there's a lot of there's a lot of good story in there as well any luck with that no i can't find it did you Damn. forget the password to your phone too, Russell? No, no, no. I'm on my Instagram Don't looking through my stories, like but whatever. Um, other news: um, HBO Max, mm-hmm. which is re- which is going live on May 27th, which mm-hmm. is going to be a Wednesday, mm-hmm. has a deal right now. If you subscribe early, you get three dollars off a month for the whole for your first year. So instead of paying fifteen dollars a month. It will be $12 a month, which is in direct competition with, I think, Disney Plus. Uh, with the, um, If you have the triple yeah. thing on Disney Plus, yeah. And also, it's cheaper than uh, Netflix if you do that for the first year, and then it becomes the same price. So, if you're going to get HBO Max, go subscribe now, right? Mm-hmm. Um, you have like another week, two weeks before, um, it goes live and you can't subscribe and get that deal anymore. Um, because once it goes live, that deal goes away. So subscribe now, get your $3 off 
and enjoy as well as um so hbo max is going to try to compete with netflix on the anime front Mm. and in doing so they will use uh since hbo max is part of warner brother media and so is crunchyroll crunchyroll will curate some anime titles to put on hbo max and um stream those you can you'll be able to stream those anime titles and they will have a rotating list of animes that they'll put on there and of course they will have some dc stuff because again warner brothers media so we already have said before that green lantern the new show will be on there um what what, was it what if no that's marvel um there was that anthology series i forgot what it's called dc's gonna have an anthology series yeah, yeah, we've talked about it before. Uh, I forgot. Um, it's, uh, so it's gonna have that anthology series. Okay. I mean, if it's because I know they did the comic years ago, DC Universe Presents. Is that what it's called? Probably. Yeah. Whatever. Um, they will have that anthology series and a uh, bunch of other stuff. Uh, go check it out. And um, yeah, I think that's all my news for today. That's all you got. Yep. Um. All right. So before I jump into. My topic slash also news. Uh, as we all know, I like playing video games. Yes. I'm a video gamer, some will call me. And uh, this year with the virus and everything going on, uh, video games are in a weird place, as is everything else. And one of the biggest events of the year in terms of gaming, uh, E3, has been canceled. And around this time... I was talking to Aslam, like I started getting all hyped, uh, you know, looking for like what's potentially going to be shown off at E3 this fall, this year and stuff like that. With no E3 there, I was just like, man, this sucks. But there are other outlets of uh, things that are going to happen, and I was like, all right, Aslam, we need to we need to cover this because they're not going to have E3, but they're going to have all these other events, and it's going to be going on all summer. And that's when I was like, all right, we need to have the LWG3. Yes, and we need to discuss what's happening, pretty much as it's happening all year so from now i guess till they're done talking about <laughs> video game news like major stuff so uh, probably till like the end of summer yeah honestly um, think about it next gen consoles are coming out at the end of this year so there's probably going to be stuff <coughs> till then well there's well i think we're gonna have like a break between things yeah 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 so we're, we're gonna have like the a lot all of the stuff be that's summer, yeah all the stuff that's gonna be that was gonna get like announced or, um, like talked about during E3, which got canceled. Mm-hmm. Now has its own, um, like day or week or whatever. Well, All these thing. companies we'll get, are we'll doing. We'll get into that a little bit yeah. later. Yeah, and uh, and so we'll be covering. We'll try to cover as much of it as possible every week, mm-hmm. um, uh, maybe multiple times a week if we can, and. Uh, then i'll get more into that but i i did find the meme okay so this meme came out when people were protesting uh the quarantine yeah so it's it's uh, a gathering of covidiots is known as a covfefe it makes sense, it makes a lot of sense. <laughs> i really lo- i really loved that one i was like that's hilarious um so yes that was the uh that was the meme it all adds up all right so Today being Friday, the what's what's today's date? That's on the ninth, you said. Today's the eighth. The eighth. Oh, still. Um, all right. So today's yes. the eighth. Friday the eighth. Yesterday, the seventh, there was uh in addition of Inside Xbox, uh, where they were showing off games for uh, Xbox Series X upcoming next gen games. They were all third party though. Xbox did announce ahead of time that they were going to show first-party games, but that's not going to be till July. So if you're expecting to see Halo, because that's pretty much the only thing they've been talking about, uh, Halo Infinite, you're going to see more on that in July. And I'm assuming things other like, uh, like maybe Forza and you know other Xbox titles. But uh, this was Inside Xbox, and one thing I have to say is that I've seen a few episodes of Inside Xbox over the years, and this is the first one that actually I was interested in. Um, there's been other Inside Xbox episodes where they'll talk about um, xCloud and stuff like that, and they show off stuff, but it's not like... Like, this was basically a digital version of them trying to do a press conference that they would normally do. 
<laughs> inside Xbox normally isn't that, so they kind of transition to try to make up for it. So, anyway, I'll jump right into what they talked about. So, the very first game um, they showed off was called Bright Memory Infinite. Uh, First-person action game. Uh, there was a lot of shooting, uh, a lot of rain. It looked like it was... Um, it took place in Japan, like you could tell by the architecture. I'm pretty sure I saw some cherry blossoms, stuff like that. And uh, you're shooting, there's people shooting at you, then you have like this grappling hook where you're pulling onto things. Um, and at one point you see somebody that almost looks like a Roman like Spartan type thing. He's got a big shield and a sword. As you're shooting at his shield, parts of it are like flying off. So I'm like, that's cool. There's like dynamic, um, like there's damage happening to his equipment as you're shooting it off of him. Um, but it's unusual that you're going against somebody who has a gun, then you go and fight somebody who's Spartan-like. Once yeah. you do that, then you transition, you bust out like this type of remote, and this car that looks like the DeLorean from Back to the Future shows up, and there's another car bumping into you, you get in your car, you start driving off, it crashes, and then you know it shows the title. Um, interesting about this game is that it was made by one person. Really? Yeah. Because I'm watching the trailer right now. <laughs> yeah, I figured speak. you were. This is uh well, one person made that game. Jesus Christ. Just just <laughs> you saying that is fucking amazing. Cuz he jumped and yeah. he was using a gun and then he fucking switched to a sword. Yep. And then he was just fighting one on one with a with like uh one of those Spartans and he has like this um like light rope that he can send out and drag someone yeah. towards him. Uh yeah, this does seem pretty cool. The only thing I'm not crazy about is the first person yeah, I um, I just I straight up just don't like first person games. Like for this type of game, I would have liked to see a uh, third person. I think that would have been more interesting to see the whole character. I would have liked to have just seen more of the environment. To be honest with you, yeah, the environments would intrigue me because there's some type of like storm or something going on. There's like a lot of wind, looks, a lot of rain. Uh, it looks post apocalyptic, maybe. Could be. Yeah, because of the way the weapons are and stuff like that, but yeah. it definitely looks interesting. Yeah, it's something uh, like it seemed cool once they said one person did it. I was like, all right, that's pretty cool. Yeah, but that's other other than that, I don't probably care. did I'm, it in I'm dreams. Gonna, yeah, I'm never gonna play that game. So it is what it is. If you if you're into that, go check it out. I um, might play it when it comes on Xbox uh, Game Pass. Is it on Xbox Game Pass? Did it no, say? I said when it comes on Xbox Game Pass, which could be in a couple of years, but hey. Not everything comes to Game Pass. That's not how Game Pass works. Listen, man. <laughs> I was about to say, I was like, I had to check my notes. Like, did I miss something? Anyway, after that, they showed off Dirt 5. Dirt 5. If you don't know what Dirt is, I don't know. Look it up, man. It's it's different like types of off-road vehicles just out there vehicling. Um, my notes say driving. It is going to be part of smart delivery. <laughs> My notes say driving. Yep. Okay. I take the I take the best notes when it comes yes, to video games. Yes, you know okay. this. <laughs> so driving, um, smart delivery, which uh, we've discussed on here a little bit. Uh, for those of you who don't know, smart delivery is something that nobody's a hundred percent sure of except for Xbox. But to it's more or less, to my understanding, and this changes from week to week is if you purchase a game now on Xbox One and you want to play it again on Xbox Series X, it scales up so that you play it at the best quality on the next gen without having to purchase the game a second time. Oh, okay. Some people say that's what it is. I feel like most people say that's what it is. Other people say it's not. It's just cross-play. I mean, it's cross-gen. We're going to learn more about Xbox One. I mean, about uh, Smart Delivery when Xbox decides to tell us more. Um, one interesting thing is, since Dirt 5 is just a basically a racing off-road type game, is it's focusing on the driving, right? Except they announced that Nolan North and Troy Baker, two of the top-tier voice actors in the video game industry, are going to be in it. Why are voice actors in a driving game? I don't know. But that's the only thing that makes me a little bit intrigued, the fact that those the two are The cars are going to talk, and they're going to be your friends. Well, they tried doing something like that once with a Disney series, and I wasn't a fan. Um, after that, there was this thing called scorn and i say it's a thing because it's just a thing man it it was weird it was a little bit interesting it, it felt like a little bit of like kind of like a, a dark souls kind of vibe um i can't even describe what it was man it was just like it looked like there was like all these weird machine looking statues and there was this little monster inside of this armor and there was this one statue thing that had like a little third eye that was opening up and it was just like just a whole lot of nonsense so 
my notes for this one was horror question mark. <laughs> um, after that, I wrote down weirdness, and it is going to be available for Game Pass, and it is uh, Metroidvania inspired. Okay. Uh, Metroidvania means Metroid Castlevania. That it's it's common that you play the game, you can't get to certain levels. As you progress further on the game, you'll gain some ability to unlock those previous levels, mm-hmm. and you get back to it. Um, after that was a game called Chorus, but it was spelled Corbs. They tried to be cool and make their V into a U, or their U into a V, rather. And yeah, so Chorus, uh, 2021. It's smart delivery. Um, let me see. It was uh, a lot of like flying, like spaceship flight simulator type thing. It looked futuristic. Um, okay. It really didn't catch my attention. But uh, anyway, they showed gameplay on that. After that, they showed Madden 21. So there is going to be Madden, as we all knew. Um, since I'm not a fan of, of the football, there was a, a football player. I believe he won the football championship in the past year. And, uh, yeah, he was in there. He was just like, hey, I play football. Here's Madden. That was it. And they just showed off Madden through the years. Uh, originally, I thought it had smart delivery, but they it seems like EA is going to try to do its own thing where it's like if you buy the game for the Xbox One within a certain time period – you can upgrade it on the Xbox Series X as long as it's within that time period. So it's not exactly smart delivery, but it's EA Play's version of smart delivery, I guess. They're going to probably talk about more of that when EA Play has their event, and we'll discuss that later. Mm-hmm. Um, after that, we had Vampire the Masquerade Bloodlines 2. Okay. Very unusual trailer. Um, this game's already out for PC, I believe. I remember seeing it at E3 either last year or the year before at the PC uh, game gaming show um you play as a vampire and you're out vampiring um the trailer made the the character models look really bad like uh it it kind of was a little weird because this is next gen stuff and like i said character models did not look good in this trailer at all but one thing that people need to remember is that this jump is not going to be as big a jump like let's say playstation 2 to playstation 3 Mm -hmm. because we're just you know, once we get further into the Xbox Series X uh, gen, you know, game quality and everything is going to look better. It's not going to be that much better at the beginning of the gen. So a lot of people were complaining about this, but it's it's understandable. Um, so they're going to have that. That game's going to have smart delivery. Um, after that, we had Call of the Sea. Uh, smart delivery. It's going to be available on Game Pass. Um, it's basically a find-your-husband puzzle game. Um, you're a woman who's out trying to find her husband. He's lost in the woods or in the, on on an island. Uh, this game is exclusive to the Xbox Series X and, uh, PC. So that's the first exclusive that was mentioned during this. Okay. So it's just a woman looking for her lost husband, but it's a puzzle game. So it's a, it's a 3d first person environment puzzle game. At one point they show her going underwater and she develops, um, What's that called? It looks like there's webs in between her fingers. So there's more to it than that, but they didn't really show off that much. Okay. So it seems interesting. It looks like it's going to be like kind of just story-based what's going on. I believe it takes place in like the 1930s, 1940s back then. Um, Okay, after that, we have a game called The Ascent. It looks like it might have been a twin-stick shooter. If not, they did a bad job making it look like a twin-stick shooter. (laughs) Uh, It's a multiplayer game. Smart Delivery. Also exclusive. Um, to, you know, Xbox Series X and PC. Um, they showed gameplay on it. It was, um, I don't know, man. It's just, it's not my deal. It's a twin-stick shooter. It looks like it's futuristic space stuff. They show, like, little aliens. You know, you're just out shooting. Um. Yeehaw. After the ascent, they showed the medium. Uh, it comes out holiday 2020. It's a psychological horror film. Oh, uh, horror film. Wow. Horror movie. Horror game. and the uh akira yamaoka he's really tired akira yamaoka the composer from uh, the silent hill series is going to be working on this game which is a big deal for certain people um this game is available on game pass and it was the studio that made the blair witch game which was actually not too bad uh they're called blooper team blooper team blooper team the meme actually looks pretty cool um this one the character models look great excuse me and, uh, yeah, they show this woman, like, in a church who's pregnant, 
and uh, she's walking out of the church. Something happens where um, it looks like something's happened to the baby, and then they switch to some another character, and it looks like that character is the medium who's looking at the visions. Supposedly, this game is going to take advantage of that system where it's like there's going to be no load times, so you can actually transition from one scene to another like that. So it seemed pretty cool. Uh, after that, we had Scarlet Nexus by Bandai Namco. This is straight up just an anime. Um, <laughs> it, it looked cool, though. It looked cool. Um, it supports smart delivery. Uh, you fight these unusual monsters. Now, I, I had to specifically say that because these monsters are made of, like, like literally, I can't remember exactly what it was, but it's like you'll see, like, a, the body is a light pole, and the top is, like, just a bunch of, like, flowers, and the feet are made of, like, puppies. And it's just the weirdest thing. And it's like all these unusual looking monsters and you're out there fighting them. Um, after Scarlet Nexus, they show its second extinction. Uh, you, you have guns and you're fighting a bunch of raptors. <laughs> it looked like Turok. It was weird. Why the fuck not? <laughs> you know? Uh, also sports smart delivery. <clears throat> now, this is one that I found very interesting. Yakuza like a dragon. That's Yakuza 7. Available on Xbox Series X. It's going to be a launch title for Xbox Series X. It's going to support smart delivery. And it's going to be available on Xbox One and Windows 10. Um, the fact that they got Yakuza to be at this thing is a huge deal, Aslan. Because Yakuza for years has been exclusive to PlayStation. Okay. So, And it's always been like a pretty big uh, game. Um, <clears throat> it's not developed by PlayStation. It's developed by Sega. It's just they always had the exclusive rights. So last year, Xbox was trying to do a lot of uh, trying to break more into the Japanese market and try to do more Japanese-style games, and they partnered with Yakuza. Like you mentioned earlier, Yakuza 0 is mm -hmm. on Game Pass. We, we talked about this before we started recording. So they're trying to get into that more often. So the fact that they got Yakuza Like a Dragon, which is a new jumping-on point for the series, it's a different uh, protagonist and everything, it's a pretty big get for them, actually. Nice. And then... Uh, after that, we had Assassin's Creed Valhalla. Oh, right. The big game. The big game. This was the big one. Um, there was some smart delivery. Then I wrote down, not really gameplay. And we yeah, can get into that. And, uh, yeah, <laughs> that's all it was. Uh, they showed a lot of cutscenes for that. So, with this, Aslam, you, you were saying that uh, you heard a lot of people talking about the whole gameplay issue, right? So, yeah, on Twitter, there was a lot of complaining about uh, if like gaming companies or Xbox knew what gameplay was and uh, they were com I, I thought they were complaining because they didn't show gameplay for the rest of their other games mm -hmm. or very little gameplay for the rest of the other games and mostly cutscenes and trailers yeah. theatrical um, or in engine um, you know and I looked into it you're right that is what most of the complaints were because uh, it's mostly was that right no no, oh. the because you saw the very first game, right? Yeah. Right off the bat, what did they start off with? Gameplay, a trailer. Oh, gameplay. Okay, that was gameplay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I would say about half the games had gameplay, except <laughs> like uh, like they showed off 13 games. I would say that of the 13, I, I would say maybe six of them had gameplay. So a lot of people are upset. Um, and the whole thing is that's the internet. It's full of just upset people. Yeah. Um, the biggest thing I thought was Assassin's Creed didn't have it. And afterward, they kind of like uh, they did like a little sit down. They were talking with the developers of the different games and stuff. And they got the uh, the one guy working on Assassin's Creed. And the guy asked, was like, so this was gameplay, right? And he's like, yes, it was gameplay. It was all an engine. <laughs> I was like, OK, to me, that's not gameplay. You showed cutscenes, you know, from the console. I get that. OK, but gameplay it's like you don't you're not over the shoulder you're not in first person i don't see a hud like you're not yeah. controlling the characters none of that so that's what a lot of people were getting on xbox did issue uh an apology sort of as did ubisoft um <laughs> i mean i feel like they didn't need to apologize i feel like a lot of people are overreacting but i i get it i'd be upset too um as soon as i saw it i was like wow that was a letdown because i really wanted to see gameplay for it um but the a lot of the games that they had, they did show gameplay for, and um, anyway, overall, it was it was kind of a letdown. The the uh, the whole reveal of this inside Xbox, but looking back, they were purposely trying not to set people's expectations too high, and I get that. So, 
you know, I feel like that's on me. Like, they showed off a few games that seemed interesting. Most games I didn't care about, but that's usually a given. Um, but I feel like a first uh, a first try wasn't too bad. They need to do better for sure. Um, hopefully, when they go to do their next event in July with their first-party exclusives, uh, they learn from their mistakes and they really do a good job there. And now they understand what most people consider gameplay. <laughs> So yes, <laughs> do uh, an actual person playing the game. Yeah. Um. <clears throat> uh, go to Twitch. That's nothing but gameplay. Yeah. Um. Should have just done that. <laughs> just have a Twitch session. But yeah. For your games. So um, I know you didn't see any of the things there, Eslam, and I kind of tried to run through them as fast as I could. Did anything stand out? Um. To you. So. Assassin's Creed looked good because I saw the trailer for that. Yeah, the first trailer. Right? Yeah, the vampire stuff I looked up while you were talking didn't look interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh, neither did the that driving bullshit. Dirt, um, dirt five. Yeah, dirt five. Um, That's what. Hey, my notes made sense. Just driving. The first game actually looked interesting to me because it reminds me of Killzone. Okay. Um, and I enjoyed Killzone very much. Um, like that style of shooting. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I know Killzone is a first person, but like the way the gun was and like the sight and everything, like yeah. it reminded me of Killzone and I enjoyed that. Um, also like you, my friend should play Horizon because the people who make the Horizon are the people who made Killzone and it's the oh, first really? time ever not doing, you know, a Killzone game. That's why it was such a big deal. They're yeah. just like, these are the guys that make Killzone. Like this is nothing like Killzone. <laughs> yeah. So, um, it looks very interesting, and I, I would definitely give it a shot um, if it ever gets on um, Game Pass, because you know I'm a cheapskate when it comes to video <laughs> games. Um, but yeah, that's other otherwise nothing else really yeah. jumped out at me. Um, um, yeah, to me it was like it was the medium seemed interesting, and uh, that other one, the anime one, the um, Scarlet Nexus. I just feel like Scarlet Nexus is such a generic name. <laughs> it's not gonna be easy for me to remember that um but the medium seemed cool uh it's horror based though it's it's funny because i'm a big fan of horror movies yeah. um not so much horror video games so so you never liked like left for dead or left for dead's not really a horror game that's that's like uh it's almost like a party shooter i'd say like oh, okay. it's it's horror based but it's really not a horror game like a horror okay. game would be like classic resident evil Yes. You know what I'm saying? That you, that game actually used to scare me. Well, I played that shit on Sega. Well, that's what you get when you're a little, little you know, I'm not gonna, I'm not going to even get into it. It's a little. No, no, go for it, bro. I was just going to say you're a scared little child. You can say. I was going to say you're a scared little child. I was a scared little child. That's, that's what happens say. when you're a little child. You get scared. Not me. When I was a little child, I was a grown man. Well, then you're not a little <laughs> child. Can't be both. Um, but oh. yeah, it's... um. That game used to scare me. Yeah. Um, I also, it's just like I don't know. I like I'm not now, a fan of horror movies. Well, I'm not a fan of like horror games. I just want to. Now I'm curious though, with your your whole being afraid of Resident Evil, since you're not really uh, getting. You're, you, I mean, you're starting to play more video games now than almost ever, right? Yes. Um. Yes. So, or when Resident Evil was out, you didn't really play video games. So it's like, were you scared of the game, or just the idea of playing a video game? Was that what scared you? Just the fact, <laughs> no. like, what? How do I hold the controller? Do I need two hands? Is it like the Nintendo sixty four where I need three hands? Like, no, no, I was um, uh, I is no, no, like certain certain parts of uh, Resident Evil nah. like uh, gave me like jump scares and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, it, it did its job. And I panicked. Yeah. When the zombies were coming at me, and the funny and thing is, you, you, by panicking, your character doesn't even run unless you remember to hold down that one button. So they're kind of <laughs> yeah. just turning around like robots. Like fuck, fuck, fuck! Like, I don't know which way to go. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I don't, I don't do that anymore. So it's, um, it, I can probably play a Resident Evil game now. Oh, the jump scares will still get you. Probably. Definitely. But I wouldn't care as much. Oh no. It's funny. Uh, the only time I, a jump scare can ever get me is in a video game. Um, I haven't, movies stopped making me jump back in like 2004. Um, but anyway. One more thing I want to mention. This is not related to the Xbox thing, but I need to say it before I forget. Um, there's rumors about the Mass Effect trilogy coming, and this time it looks Ooh. likely. Ooh, like a remastered? Yup. 
Yes. And and they're talking about getting all three games on one disc or in oh. one thing. Oh. So so yeah. I would definitely get that. Right. Yes. Right. A remastered one. Yes. So look out for that. Now, because everybody, if you don't know, I beat the first game finally after that. three years. That's on beating games. Yeah. Look at you. Yeah, I'm proud of myself. You should be, except, you know, you, you killed Rex. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever, man. It's just all you had to do was, like, talk to him. That's your crew. Just speak to them. This you is know, coming from the anti-socialist. <laughs> you know, Dan, I'm just not that. I'm the anti-socialist. <laughs> I don't talk to people or in my video games or in real life. So, you know, it is what it is. The only time I am social is when it's... NPCs and video games. Because I know once they annoy me, all I got to do is turn it off. <laughs> okay. All right. So that's the Xbox stuff. That's out the way. Now, this was the first, uh, I guess you could say major, um, gaming event of the summer. There's a lot more, Aslan. There's a whole lot more. So a little while ago, one Jeff Keighley um, mentioned that he's coming up with this thing called uh, Summer of Gaming where they're going to uh, let's get on the site real quick where they're going to talk about um, all the different like uh, gaming events and stuff like throughout uh, this summer and Summer Game Fest is what it's called, I'm sorry so Summer Game Fest um, Jeff Keeley is the guy who runs the Video Game Awards mm-hmm um so who's in love with uh kojima yes Hideo kojima i'm glad you remember yeah. yes <laughs> um so yeah he's uh he was he always does stuff with like ign i mean not ign with e3 so he was gonna host his regular thing at e3 this year um with e3 like they were still on the fence at the time whether or not they were gonna have e3 and then he kind of just bailed out he was like you know what i don't want to be part of this i don't like what your vision is so did this other like studio that was kind of like producing uh, e3 this year they both kind of were like, you know what? We're not comfortable with this going on. There's a virus going on. We're out. We're not going to do this. Shortly after, E3 was like, we're not having E3 this year. Then those people who bailed out along with Jeff Keighley came up with Summer Game Fest. So what Summer Game Fest is, is think of it as a TV guide for everything gaming this summer. So all these different uh, companies and studios and stuff like that are going to come up with their vi- video game news and... Uh, you know, debuts and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And Keeley's site is going to kind of just feed it out to the people. So you always know where everything's at. So if you're like, okay, is there anything coming up soon that's going to be video game related? You go on to summergamefest.com. He has a schedule up. You click on it. And then there's a link to go watch it right there. Oh, that's fantastic. So, He's like curating everything exactly. for, for people in one site so they don't. So you're not you don't have to miss something and you're looking yeah, all, yeah, oh yeah. where do I go to find this? You just go to his site, go to summergamefest.com, boom, it's right there. That's that's a great idea. Yeah. So and Jeff Keeley, you know, he's he's he knows his stuff. Yeah, I'm sure there's a link there to uh watch the secret cameras he put in Hideo Kojima's <laughs> house. <laughs> watch him in his natural habitat. Not for nothing. If there's one person's house I don't want to see the inside of it's it's Hideo Kojima. That man is unusual. <laughs> I don't want. I'm afraid of what what goes on in there. That'd be hilarious, though. Like I feel like the moment you turn on, he's like feeding another Hideo Kojima. I was like, I'm turning this off. I don't. I don't. I don't want to know what's happening next. <laughs> it's too much. Um. So yeah. So he's got that going on. Also, a little bit before that, IGN uh, announced that they were going to do something for E3 since there is no E3. Uh, their thingy is called. Let me just find this real quick. Got my notes. That's Summer of Gaming. So it's going to take place from June to the rest of the summer. Okay. Um, They don't have, like, official dates in yet. So IGN is going to try to cover stuff. Um, Basically going to do something similar to Keeley stuff, but they're mostly going to host it. Uh, So they're going to kind of, like, anytime a developer says that they're going to come out with, like, a video or whatever, like uh, Xbox did, IGN is going to show it to the people. So you can go to IGN's website and watch it. And then they're going to have exclusive interviews with certain people on these things, too. So you'll have a game developer go on there, and they might show off uh, extra gameplay, or so, or they'll give a few more details because you're going to have somebody from IGN interviewing them. 
which is also a regular thing during E3. So they're kind of trying to keep that tradition going on. Um, GameSpot is going to be doing the same exact thing. Um, theirs is called Play for All. Uh, it's going to start off in June. Same thing. It's going to keep them going for several weeks. Uh, same thing. They're going to show things off of their site. So you can go to GameSpot.com, watch their stuff, and they're going to be interviewing people. The cool thing with um, GameSpot and Play for All is that they're going to be selling like certain types of merch or whatever. All proceeds are going to be going to people who have been impacted by the coronavirus. Nice. And stuff like that. So In the gaming industry or just in general? Just in general. I forgot what charity they work with. If you guys want to look more into it, just go to GameSpot.com, look up Play for All, and uh, they talk about it. Or if you want to check out, I think, Lucy James' Twitter, I want to say she's doing a lot of running of what's going on there. But uh, just go to GameSpot.com. You can check that out. So these are probably the three major sites, uh, Keeley Stuff, IGN, and uh, GameSpot, that are going to be talking about what's going on this summer and try to keep those E3 feels going. Now, if you go, let's go back to Keeley's site. On May 12th at 12 p.m. Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific time, he's got something called Sunrise One. It looks like that's an event that he himself is putting out from his site. And all it says is join Jeff Keeley for a surprise game reveal. That can mm-hmm. literally be anything. Um, we have no details on what that might be. Hideo Kojima got a new game. <laughs> it's the sequel. Anytime to... Keeley does something, it has to be Hideo. <laughs> it's a sequel to the the delivery game. Well, that delivery game was like a, a foreshadowing of coronavirus. It really was. <laughs> it really Kojima, was. This fucking madman. It's like, don't trust um, Hideo Kojima, man. Jesus, I wonder what he's gonna foreshadow next. I don't. I don't want to know. But uh. I'm curious to see what uh what this game is that he's going to reveal. So that's going to be uh May 12th. That's what Wednesday you said. May 12th is Tuesday. Tuesday, that's what I said. It's going to be Tuesday. <laughs> <laughs> um so that's going to be May in June if my computer lets me. There's going to be a couple things. There's going to be a Steam Game Festival mm-hmm. uh the summer edition. Um that's let me know what Steam is, right? It's the PC yes. game stuff. So I'm not a big PC guy. I know some people are. I get it. It's better than console. I understand, but console is just simpler. I want to live a simple life. I can't do too much, man. I'm I'm put together by bubblegum paper clips and a dream. You know what I'm saying? I can't I can't go out there and do all this other stuff. You're the fourth Powerpuff Girl. It's <laughs> pretty much. <laughs> pretty much. Um, I ain't got none of that, that Chemical X though. I got like that Chemical like R. <laughs> Um, so Steam Game Festival, that's going to take place June, uh, from June 9th through June 14th. Um, big one for me on June 11th, they haven't said the exact time. Uh, there's going to be this thing called Night City Wire, where they're going to be talking about one Cyberpunk 2077, Aslam, and I can't wait. Um, have you heard any of the news, uh, surrounding Cyberpunk, like the, the new stuff they talked about? No. I guess I can mention it on here. So cyberpunk right uh you can customize your character and stuff like that one thing they didn't want to do is you're not gonna pick a gender exactly they they said this a while ago like you could play as a man or a woman but you don't you don't like select man or select woman you customize the way your character looks mm-hmm. um one thing they said is uh as we we're getting closer closer to the release date that um you can uh it's first off they said that it's going to be rated uh either mature or rated adults only in certain places i think in australia it's adults only it's for us it's mature for other places like 18 and above because there's a lot of cursing there's a lot of drug use and stuff like that and the newest thing they they uh mentioned is that you can customize uh your genitals (laughs) in this game (laughs) wow i was just like okay that's interesting. And then they're just like, yeah, so it could you could have uh, different uh, combinations, different uh, sizes. And uh, the first thing I thought was like, what about lasers? <laughs> Can Damn. you put a laser there? I want a light show for a penis. <laughs> okay. So okay. The, the, I dig it. Can I, put a, can I put two little disco balls? Maybe. But <laughs> the thing is, the amount is customizable as well. So maybe you could do more. Oh. Because it's cyberpunk. You know what I'm saying? It's oh, the future. Shit. Anything could happen. Yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so I was like, you know what? This is weird, but I, I, I'm into it. I like this. I want to see. I want to see what's up with that. Um. So that's Cyberpunk Night City Wire. Look out for that one, June 11th. Also June 11th, a big one. 
uh, 7 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Pacific time is EA Play. Um, EA Play is is for the past couple of years hasn't been a part of E3 anyway. They kind of try to step away of like we're gonna do our own thing. We're gonna we're gonna show that we're not the big bad company. That we're not just trying to take your money. And all they do is like, okay, here's the sports games, and here's how we take more of your money. <laughs> um, so they're probably gonna show off more Madden there. We're gonna see some more FIFA. Uh, probably see some 2K. Um, but the biggest thing is if there is a Mass Effect uh, remaster like trilogy thing, it's it's gonna be there obviously at EA. So. Look out for that. We might be seeing some Mass Effect news come EA Play, June 11th. Yes. Let's do this. Let me see. July, there's this thing called Tenacon 2020. Tenacon? Uh, Tenacon. T-E-N-N-O-C-O-N, or Tenocon. Okay. July 11th. Um, Digital Extremes updates Warfare players on what's next. So I guess on Warframe. It's for Warframe. Uh, did you try Warframe, or did you try something else? It's a free to play uh, game. Warface. I, you did Warface. Some something like that. Yes. On uh, the um the Switch. Yeah, I remember saying it looked like Warframe to me. Yes. But it's just a shooter. All games look the same to me if they're shooters. And the last thing on Keeley's site is Gamescom opening night live. So Gamescom is uh very similar to E three. Happens every year, but it takes place in Germany. Um Jeff Keighley's been working with them for the past couple of years, and it looks like that's where he wants to end uh, Summer Game Fest. That's going to take place August 24th, 2 p.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Pacific. Um, he's going to team up with Gamescom. He's going to host, um, you know, one night, uh, no, opening night live and, you know, talk about some games. So that's just some of the things that have been announced. There is going to be more. Um Xbox said that they have this thing going on called Xbox 2020, where every month from now till the end of the year, but I think they just mean to the end till Xbox Series X comes out, they're going to be uh, giving out new news every single month. So expect to hear a lot more from uh, Xbox. You know, Sony's going to have, I think, one big major event, um, like they usually or like they used to do. So we'll probably see some stuff on Last of Us 2, which the story trailer dropped for that looked amazing. Uh, yes, I've heard a lot of stuff on Twitter as well. Yeah, The Last of Us 2 is great. That comes with a warning, though. If you're looking up anything video game related, anything that's Last of Us, avoid the comments at all costs. Um, major story details have been leaked. Um, it sucks, but yeah. So if you're going to look up anything Last of Us related and you don't want the story, the story spoiled for you, which I assume you don't because it's narrative, try to avoid comments and that Last of Us news at all costs. Which is a um, shame. Do do people enjoy leaks? Um, actually, I'm sorry, I said leaks. I meant to say spoilers. Uh, whatever. Do, whether it's a leak, a leak is like a spoiler too, because you're spo- Whatever you're given it's information. It's similar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, since we're talking about story, it is more of a spoiler. So, yeah. do people enjoy that shit? It all depends on the person. Um, I know some people. Like, they want to know what they're getting into, so they'll look up the spoiler, I guess. Me, personally, I'm I'm not into that. I, I want to experience it. Yeah, same here. Like, I, I don't understand the whole point of, like, leaking that information or, like, going like going after it. Yeah. Um, To see it, like, wouldn't you just want to play the game and be surprised and just go on the journey? Like, you're, like, the... Like the people who worked the crunch and fucking long hours and yep. got fired afterwards to give you that game. Like this has been a major uh, discussion in uh, different video game you know outlets uh, over the past like two weeks. But yeah, the whole thing is first off, why would you, why would you, if you came across this information, why would you put it out there? How does how do you benefit from this? There, there, you yeah. don't, you don't. You don't. You're just spoiling it for yourself. And then when you're playing the game, do you get as... I mean, I guess if you see the spoiler and you you get excited for the game and then you play the game and you, you're still as excited. Yeah. If you didn't get the spoiler, I guess it's okay. But if you get the spoiler and then you play the game and then you don't enjoy it as much, yeah. you just fucked yourself over. Yeah, it was wrong. But, I mean, that's one thing, but that's kind of like you, you seeked it out. That's yeah. on you. What I'm concerned about is, like myself, I don't want to see the spoiler. What if 
what if when I was looking, when I was doing all this video game research to to talk about the podcast, as I'm doing research, I accidentally came across a spoiler. Do you know how upset I'd be? Oh, of course. That's and, what I'm saying. I'm, I'm more concerned about people now. like that. And the thing that sucks now is they put spoilers in the fucking titles. Yep. In the titles of the article. Yep. And they give hints in the title of the article to like to the spoiler, and then you can kind of like if you know the the medium or the um the story or the property really well you you can pretty much just guess what the spoiler is i mean with with the the major video game outlets uh like the ign the GameSpot, those things they're they're actually being pretty good about it they're every time they show something they're even giving the warning like don't read our comment section just don't um so it's like they're being very vigilant of that they're trying to take care of it as much as they can but how much can you really do yeah so they're doing uh the best they can but it's all about you. I mean, I know that if you go on Twitter, you can mute certain hashtags, stuff like that. You might have to if you don't want to spoil it for you. Yep. Um. So do what you got to do. And one thing that really sucks is the game went gold, right? Uh, that means that it's finished. It's like they're done. All I have to do is just like send it out and, you know, mm-hmm. just on the day of. And uh, they had the game director. I can't remember his name right now. He put out like a, a video saying, hey, we went gold, this, that, and the other. And as he's speaking, you could just see just sadness. And it sucks because it's like his game just got leaked or got spoiled. And he knows the news is out there. He knows it. And it's because it's narrative based. Like they put in all this work for how many years to then have their work be spoiled. That sucks. Nobody should ever have to go through something like that. Um, But yeah, but Last of Us 2, that's out there. Uh, Mortal Kombat 11. I just need to say they're coming out with some DLC. Uh, It's called Mortal Kombat 11 Aftermath. Uh, mm-hmm. It looks like it's going to be story-based DLC. As I've said multiple times, I love story. And the game and the story in the Mortal Kombat series has been great since Mortal Kombat 9. This one takes place right after the major story. Shang Tsung shows up. He's like, hey, what's up? I'm Shang Tsung. Don't do what you're doing. We need to do some stuff. If you want, you can watch, this, you can watch the trailer. But if you haven't played Mortal Kombat 11, I would suggest you don't because you're going to see some stuff. It's to make you question what's going on. But he's in the game. They're bringing Shiva back in the game, who's like Goro, but with the four arms. Or okay. Goro with four arms, but a female. Mm-hmm. And they're bringing in Fujin, the god of the wind, who's been known to work with uh, Raiden over the past couple of years. Okay. So they're in there. It's story-based. And Robocop is also yes. in the game, because, you know, why not? Why not? And we could, Fuck yeah. we could always, uh, we could finally see, you know, Terminator versus Robocop. Yes. Which is something that people have... Even though Terminator would destroy Robocop. Obviously. But- Obviously, I could beat RoboCop because RoboCop can't do anything. That man would take forever to turn 180 degrees. Well, back in the old day, the remake, he was pretty uh, agile. Nobody saw that movie. It doesn't count. I saw it. You're like one of like seven people. (laughs) (laughs) That's enough. (laughs) I feel like the people in that movie didn't watch that movie. Like, oh, there's a new RoboCop? You were in it, sir. Yeah, probably not. I wouldn't be surprised. It wasn't that good. But I had to watch it because I love the old Robocops. No. Those are movies I remember looking at. And as a child, I knew, like, this is dumb. <laughs> this is just dumb. But, uh, yeah, man, that's all I got for video game stuff right now. It was a lot. Oh, yeah. It was bro. a lot to take in. So, for those of you who don't like video game stuff, I apologize. Um, But it needed to be done. It needed to be Yeah, done. so like Dan said... We're going to be doing LWG3 uh, quite often in the next couple of months uh, covering all these video games. Um, and this is a new console generation year. So it's a big deal. There's going to be a lot of news. There's going to be a lot of new games, hopefully. Um, once the gen- once the new gen consoles come out, they will they will probably tell us about games that are come going to be coming in the next year or two mm-hmm. um that are going to be um big titles so each uh, i think each um new gen consoles coming out with one or two big titles from their um f- uh, first party studios yes from their first party studios their their known titles right so like Xbox is probably going to have a Halo. Yep, Halo Infinite. And, uh, yep, and then they have uh, uh, the Assassin's Creed, but I think Assassin's Creed is on both consoles, It's right? third party, yeah. That's going to be on everything, but 
it looks like Xbox is doing the most of the pushing. I guess yeah, they probably and then, get some type. They might have some type of exclusive deal. Maybe certain skins are only available on Xbox. Yeah, and then you're gonna have your PlayStation Five with The Last of Us Two, um, and then any well, other... Last of Us Two is coming out on PS4, but there's a okay. There's a very good chance it's gonna eventually be remastered and put on Five, like they okay. did with the last Last of Us. Well, so what's the big title for PlayStation? Nothing 5? has been announced officially. Um, oh, as as a first party, okay. nothing uh, that I'm aware of because their big games coming out are Last of Us Two. And Ghost of Tsushima, both on mm-hmm. PS4. Um, there are other games that they have confirmed are coming out for the console, but none of them are major first parties. So, what would your educated guess be? Depending how far along, Horizon. Horizon Zero Dawn Two. Yeah, or hopefully a much better name than that, because Horizon Zero Dawn is not the greatest name. Um, even when the first one came out, it's like it's it's just a weird name. Um, I would assume that. If not that, um, I don't know, man. Port something over like uh, Persona Five Royal, maybe, because that is exclusive. <laughs> I, I'm not even trying to be funny. Um, yeah, I'll put that over. Oh, uh, Final Fantasy Seven, but once again, that's already out on current consoles, and as of right now, it's exclusive to PS4. I'm sure it's gonna eventually get what to about, Xbox. What uh, about any news of a new Uncharted? No, um, that you're not gonna hear about Uncharted for a little bit because it's the same studio that makes Last of Us. So they've oh, been okay. they've been working on Last of Us. It's a Naughty Dog. Yeah. Okay. Um, but I'm sure after Last of Us Two comes out, they might try to do uh, another Uncharted spinoff, like they did with uh, I can't remember what it's called, but the one with Nadine and uh, the other girl. Okay. So. But yeah, man, it's that's why I really am curious to see what PlayStation has to offer because, as you can see, I can't think of anything like, and I know. I'm so a, PlayStation is kind of like the, you, they're like the, um, they're not the underdog, but they're the wild card, sort of, because you they they're being very quiet. But a lot of people are complaining have been complaining about that because. The, Fuck them. I'm excited. Well, the thing is, this whole year, right, people have been um, almost praising Xbox for their transparency, Transparency, where it's like anytime they have any news, they're putting it out there. And the few times PlayStation's put out news, it's been stuff that nobody cares about. Yeah. It's like the, the, most, the biggest thing they put out that people were like somewhat interested in was uh, when they showed off the controller. That's it. It's like oh, it's a really nice fucking controller. A lot of people didn't like it. A lot of you know it was like split fifty fifty. So I liked it because it looked like the Xbox controller. Yeah, but um, like they showed off the specs for PS Five, and even I told you I was like, okay, it's it's gonna run better and faster than my PS Four. Big deal. Well, obviously that's that's a given. Yeah, but I was just like, that's all I took away from that. I was like, okay, whatever. Yeah. That you were you were very adamant about wanting to see um the operating system. Yes. Uh, for each console yeah that more than anything but um yeah playstation showed off that and then they they might have done one other thing that i can't even remember so it's like they haven't really talked about anything so everybody's like what's going on like what are you doing xbox is going out there they're shouting from the rooftops like this inside xbox is probably the first setback that they've had all year um and then you got nintendo is just like man we got the animal crossing money we're good yeah they got animal crossing money and switch money because they've been selling that shit out every time oh my god and it kind of sucks because like i was thinking about it i want to say the last nintendo switch game i purchased and was like really excited about was pokemon that came out last november wow you know what i'm saying so it's like did holy shit and it's just like Switch doesn't have anything else that's come out that I actually really care about. And that's and very shit, and upsetting. And we both stopped playing Pokemon. <laughs> yeah. You know, Rudy got it after us and finished it and sold it. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Of course he sold it. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um, but uh, that's one thing I didn't mention. I, I, I'm very curious as to what Nintendo is going to do. Like, they haven't said anything. And that was before the virus. So, like, what are they doing? Like... Uh, they're probably finding the cure for the virus. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised. And like, you have to download it. 
but it's like man they came out with animal crossing but it's like even before animal Crossing came out it's like they didn't discuss anything this is gonna be the first time ever like in a long time in june where they're not gonna have a nintendo direct so it's like wow and they're one of the studios i forgot to mention but most studios most major studios are partnered with jeff Keighley on his thing nintendo is not labeled there i'm sure they're eventually gonna work with them but as of right now they're not partnered with Keighley. so i'm just like what are you doing they're Nintendo, bro. They're gonna Nintendo. I know, and I say that every time too. But it's like, they'll, they'll what probably, are they doing? <laughs> they're probably gonna put out a direct at the same time as like PlayStation, and try to compete with them for absolutely no fucking reason. Uh, because they're Nintendo. I don't know, man. I feel like someone in yo are they being led by a fucking chimpanzee? <laughs> they're like coco just throw the ball in one of these and we're gonna do it like what the fuck are they doing but look at how successful they are <laughs> yo coco be making the right choices Something, hey there was a while coco was messing up man <laughs> jesus there was Christ. a while that wii u come on well no that was uh that was bubbles oh, they got rid of bubbles how yeah. what did they do did they kill bubbles <laughs> they fired her <laughs> they fired they brought her back to the fucking um to the zoo just got a new one yeah coco coco's all about that switch coco just went one day just just snapped their <laughs> fingers like oh we know what to do <laughs> exactly that's how they work because i i can't imagine any other way because half the shit they do don't make sense but it works why i don't know man. why you know what it is there's so much nostalgia behind nintendo that pe- nintendo's an enigma but it's like people kind of like always certain games they come out with work because they're Nintendo. Like if Xbox or PlayStation were to come out with some games, they'd be like, what is this? The stupid game, this, that, the other. And then Nintendo comes out there and was like, all right, all right, they tried. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. But no, I mean, but they're they're hitting, And like I said, Animal Crossing and like you said, the console for the Switch is selling. Um, Pokemon did very well. For them, I, I want to hear more about Shin Megami Tensei. More than anything. Um, don't be cursing at me. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Um, Shin Megami Tensei is basically uh, Persona. It's the okay. same studio. It is Persona, uh, just not uh, Persona's high school kids. Shin Megami Tensei is not high school kids. Are they like college kids? No. <laughs> the community college kids. <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're the kids of Persona, a little bit older. Um, No. Uh, I, I'm, I've never played a Shin Megami Tensei, uh, actually, so it's, I think it's, like, adults, just with, like, the abilities of the high school kids in Persona, but I'm pretty sure, I could be wrong about this, but I'm pretty sure it's, um, even, like, the same, like, monsters and stuff in the Persona series, just, it's Shin Megami Tensei, because Persona is a spinoff of Shin Megami. Oh, maybe it's a prequel. I don't know about that. Well, then... They don't know about that. I'm so. sure they don't. They announced Eslam. They announced this game like when the Switch came out. They're like, we got new Shin Megami Tensei coming out. It still hasn't come out, Eslam. <laughs> <laughs> it still hasn't come out. That was the same time they mentioned uh, Metroid. I remember they put out the big logo, Metroid Prime Four, and I was like, all right, everybody got real excited. And then everyone's like, Nintendo, when's it coming out? I was like, oh, we never said that. Like, like <laughs> no, the trailer's still online. Like that wasn't us. <laughs> Coco be fucking up sometimes. They gonna get rid of that bitch too. God damn. Yeah, man. But uh, uh, yeah, man. That's 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 all I got there. Nah. All right. Final thoughts. Uh very excited for the uh, this summer of video games. Um, as I always gonna- am, but this year in particular, I'm curious to see how the industry rallies forward and keeps trying to do what they do to keep us entertained i think everything is going to be very interesting Mm -hmm. coming forward uh, because of the changes all these companies have to come up with to combat covid19 whether it's in their workforce or how to keep their customers because right now with the economic economic crisis Mm -hmm. These companies have to be very, very creative on how to get people to spend the very little yeah. uh, extra money that they have on them, right? So it's gonna be it's gonna be an all-out war between these companies 
to get the to get the dollars yeah. and uh hopefully we are the ones to benefit uh entertainment wise yeah. either way they're gonna benefit financially yeah that's why i said i'm, um, I'm thankful for I, I was uh talking to somebody about this recently about wrestling too as you all know i'm a wrestling fan um like I was really thinking about. It. I was like, you know, I truly appreciate, uh, specifically WWE and AEW for, with all of this stuff going on, they have yet to miss a week. Yeah. You know, especially uh, WWE who has multiple shows running a week. Uh, AEW has two too, so like, they're doing more than one show. But the fact that they haven't missed a week yet, and uh, I look at other sports, people who are fans of sports, they're missing out on watching uh, either their their baseball, their basketball, their hockey, their football, whatever is going on, like. Mm-hmm they're not they're subject to watching replays or interviews or stuff like that at least i still get my thing because uh wrestling has done whatever they can to keep moving forward so that's another uh industry i'm very appreciative of appreciative of so um you know yeah yeah man um my final thoughts uh i guess i said them already i don't really have anything else i am the more I'm playing video games, the more I'm seeing why you guys always push me to play video games. Yeah. I'm starting to enjoy them more. Yeah. I mean, and with quarantine, point. I have um, I have more time to play them mm-hmm. uh, because of the non-commuting. Uh, so I look forward to playing more video games. Uh, I keep getting stuck on one game. Um, I, I want to be able to switch back and forth. Uh, but yeah, we'll we'll get there. We'll get there. Uh, anything else? Do we have any other business? Anything else we need to uh, announce? No. Um, not that I could think of. Uh, like I said, next week I'm probably going to be talking about whatever Keeley's announcing. Okay. Uh, yeah, that's pretty much it. that and whatever right. video game stuff comes out. Tune in to more LWG3. Uh that's our uh, coverage for video games for the next couple of months. And uh, as always, thank you for listening. Please share uh, by word of mouth. Tell your friends. Uh, stay home. Stay safe. And have a great week.